Don't mind your business, mind my podcast, Mind Elixir. Hello and welcome to or back to another episode of Mind Elixir podcast. I'm Ayoka and on this podcast I talk about mental health, social issues, or topics going on in our society, and really just anything else that interests me. Recently, I've just been like, okay, so let me talk about like what actually made me want to do this topic. Because recently, I've just realized that I've been given so many opportunities and chances to do better or try new things in my life. But I don't always take advantage of them. And like, I just started to wonder like, why? And then I realized that me not going forward and pursuing these opportunities or going forward or like, you know, just staying on track with my goals or whatever it is in life is literally a form of self-sabotage. So in this episode, I'm going to be diving into self-sabotage, why we do it and how to actually get out of your own way, you know, like whenever you're the biggest obstacle in your own life. But first... Let's talk about my week so far. So I am recording this on February 12th, the day before Valentine's Day week or whatever. Last week, we actually had like school was basically canceled for the whole entire week. Like we went to school on Monday, but then there was snow. And, you know, like in Texas, whenever we get like one millimeter of snow, it's like instant cancellation for everything. Everybody shuts down. Everything shuts down. Especially since I guess like our state isn't built to deal with snow. But then like I see people up in New York or like even my grandma was talking about how she used to go to school in like this heavy snow or whenever it was literally flooding, the bus would just drive through the flood. And I'm like, dang, no way, not over here. And the thing is, like, although I was grateful for like, you know, to be able to have a a spontaneous break from school you know for those four days I think it was yeah Tuesday to Friday basically an extended weekend kind of last week but like at the same time it was kind of weird because they would just cancel school one day at a a time like you wouldn't know whether or not school would happen and then whenever I got back this week to school it was like we had all these tests on the same day because like the even though school gets canceled, you know, like the schoolwork doesn't really stop. So yeah, and I wasn't really productive over the break, but that's fine. And also something else I've been trying to do recently is journal daily. And although I have not actually journaled daily, I have been journaling like a lot more often than I would usually because I know I've told you before that I am like a sporadic journal journaler writer person that writes in their journal I do it sporadically like I literally just do it whenever I just have a whole bunch of time and I have to also be in the actual mood for it but now I'm just like pushing myself to try and do it more often and so far I have skipped two days but that's fine because I've already done it more often than I usually would and basically I'm just trying to journal um as often as I can for two weeks or like try to do it 14 days in a row although technically as I said I have not done it 14 days but I really like it so far and like I've just been doing these random prompts that I found on Pinterest 
or doing these follow along journaling things on YouTube as well. And yeah, also, as I mentioned before, Valentine's Day is coming up. So happy Valentine's Day. By the time you listen to this, it will have already been Valentine's Day. And the thing about Valentine's Day, like, I get why people are sad to be single. Because like, I guess, I don't know, I'm, it's not like I'm sad to be single. But I do sometimes wonder what it would be like to be in a romantic relationship. But at the same time, I wish people value, valued like platonic and familial love just as much as romantic love. Like everyone's trying to be booed up and that's fine. That's cute and all. But also like appreci- appreciate your friends and like those other people in your life. You know, and I've been seeing people do that actually with this whole Galentine's Day thing. I think that's so cute. And like maybe whenever I'm like in my 20s in like my college, college girls, you know, college sisters or whatever, I can do like Galentine's Day and we can all exchange gifts because that seems like such a cute and fun idea. And just having everything heart shaped and like baking heart shaped foods and doing activities that seems so sweet to me so maybe sometime in the future I can try that also of course February black history month um happy black history month I'm I'm like trying to figure out whether I want to do a black history month themed episode because I do have an episode of black about black history month but I think I do want to do an episode just talking about a topic relating to being black and I have an idea for that but it's probably not going to come out in February so I don't know I just have so many ideas and things going on in my head like I want to do a post related to Valentine's Day self-love or Valentine's Day self-care activities or something like that but then I also want to do a Black History Month series and then I also want to do a series on my Instagram about limiting beliefs and um, self-sabotaging behaviors and stuff like that. Like I just have so many ideas, but the execution of the ideas, that's where it gets a little bit rocky sometimes. So I don't know, but we'll see. And you'll see if you follow me on Instagram at mindelixer.podcast, go check it out. And anyway, that is enough rambling. Let me actually get into the topic for this episode. You know, like now that all of that's over. And let's talk about what it's like whenever you are your own biggest obstacle. So a lot of the time, outside forces can influence what we do and how we react to certain things. But I also know that sometimes we just get so stuck up in our own head. Like maybe your mind is telling you a story that you aren't good enough to do this, that you aren't this enough, that you aren't pretty enough, that you aren't good enough for them, whatever it may be. Or you're just going through reasons and ways that this thing that you're doing isn't going to turn out right or it's just going to turn out horribly wrong. And this can lead you to subconsciously or like actually, you know, resist following through on what you want in life, you know, on what you'd like to do. And I wanted to give some examples of what this form, this um, self-sabotage can look like. So in relationships, this can be like always making excuses that you're too busy to hang out or maybe avoiding answering texts from your friends, making excuses that you can't hang out with your friends, avoiding them, distancing yourself from them. And this is something that I definitely struggle with because a part of me 
is just stuck thinking that I don't deserve to experience friendship or that all of this is fake or that this person doesn't really like hanging out with me. So as a result, I tend to distance myself from people that um, show, I guess, like friendship or affection, friendliness towards me, if that makes sense. And yeah, that is literally a form of self-sabotage. Like I'm sabotaging a relationship with other people when I could be getting closer to and making more friends. And academically, maybe you know that this assignment that you have for class is due, like you have a super important um, assignment for history class and it's due tomorrow at midnight, but you also need to go to your soccer game. And you know that you won't have time to work on it tomorrow whenever you get home. But instead of planning for this and waking up early or trying to do it a good um, amount of time before the deadline, you procrastinate and just allow time wasters and other things to occupy your time. And this can actually be considered a form of self-sabotage. Like procrastination is self-sabotage. Maybe you're just avoiding the assignment because you believe that you won't do well on it. But how would you know if you never get started, you know? And with passion projects, um, another example of self-sabotage I wanted to give applying to this, passion projects, maybe you're making excuses for yourself not to start your YouTube channel or small business or podcast, hello, whatever passion project that you've been wanting to pursue. And maybe you do this because you feel like it's not good enough for people to listen to or to watch, or to buy from if it's a business. Or like you just feel like what you create isn't worthy and that people wouldn't want to see it. And something that we can see from all of these different situations that I've presented is that the self-sabotaging actions that we take are usually just rooted in a place of fear. They come from a place of fear like fear of getting started, fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of, um, I don't know, fear of success, whatever it may be. And the first thing I wanted to talk about was the fear of getting started. The fear of getting started, like, you know, actually just, you know, taking the first step, this can hold us back from taking advantage of different opportunities. And there's also something that comes with it that I think is kind of linked to it is the fear of failure. Because you fear getting started because you're afraid of what will happen if you things don't turn out the way that you want them to. But I think that failure shouldn't be feared because it's literally something that's essential for growth and learning. And instead of looking at moments in our life and just thinking, oh my god, I'm such a failure, I'm such a fuck up, why did I do that? I suck at everything. We need to actually start thinking and like just think about what we can actually take away from these different experiences in our life. It doesn't always have to just be a downright straight up failure. Like a comp- you don't always have to think of um just because something didn't go my way. It doesn't just have to you don't have to label it everything that doesn't go your way as a failure in life. And whenever you start to see failure as something that's neither good nor bad, and instead as just something that's a part of life, as with many other things, then maybe you won't be so afraid of it anymore. You know, just instead of thinking, what if I fail or what if this thing goes wrong and all of this happens to me and then this bad thing 
Think about all the amazing things that can go right, that can go so well if you just get started and commit to whatever it is that you're afraid of starting in life. Because you'll never know what will happen if you never actually try. And just, you know, just try to put your best effort forward instead of sabotaging yourself in whatever way that may be before you even get started. Another reason that I think, um, another thing that I think can cause self-sabotage is feeling unworthy. Like, We've all felt unworthy sometimes and that's okay. Like you're lying if you're saying that you just, you've never felt unworthy or not good enough. Like we all have, it's a natural human thing, a regular, some of us feel it more than others and having, and also just having this sort of imposter syndrome. Now, if you don't know, imposter syndrome is basically just feeling like a fraud or like you're not good enough to have the things that you do in life. And I think that many of us have felt this, like whether it be like, just like um, academic with academically or socially, or um, like, I don't know, maybe you make the cheer team and you're like, oh my gosh, all these other girls are so much better than me. I don't know. I've never done cheerleading. That sounds like something that I'd want to do if I had started younger. I don't know. Okay, let me get back to the topic, but I'll give an example of imposter syndrome. So let's say you just got your dream job, whatever that may be. Maybe you're like, you've just been wanting to be like a floral designer. I don't know. But imagine you got a super amazing job that you're so happy to have and you show up every day. You're like so happy. You're so joyful. You're like, yes, I get to design. Ignore that notification. You're like, yes, I get to design flowers. This is so awesome. But then after a while, you start doubting yourself. You're like, wait, maybe these flowers aren't, this flower arrangement isn't as cute as I thought, you know? And whenever your boss comes up and asks you how your work is going, you start to have these feelings of doubt and regret and you get kind of scared and your boss offers you a promotion, but instead of taking it, you reject it and you start like you kind of start sabotaging yourself you start showing up to work late you start messing up a lot and not um following through on the orders or whatever it may be and this can go back to feelings of fear and just feeling like an imposter or like you're not good enough for whatever role it may be in your life I hear people tell me that I'm an amazing student or that I'm so hardworking or that my podcast is so great. But honestly, there is this part of me that just wants to lean into the imposter syndrome and just wants to push back and resist against whenever people tell me um, these things and, you know, just to believe that it isn't true at all. And this part of me is because of imposter syndrome. And this has literally caused me to miss out on some opportunities in the past. Not so much now because like, but I would think that, oh, my grades aren't good enough. So I shouldn't apply to this scholarship or I shouldn't reach out to this person to collab with, to bring onto my podcast because why would they want to come onto my podcast? It's so bad. When in reality, number one, how would I know that someone else, what someone else's reaction to the things that I create will be if I never even ask. And number two, if I don't believe in myself, in the power of my own potential, then who will? 
Like, no one's going to be there to hold my hand all of my life and tell me, no, don't worry, sweetie. This is so great. Don't worry. You deserve this. You got this. So you got to be there to tell yourself, oh my gosh, I'm deserving of this. I am this thing that I'm doing. I'm worthy of this and deserving of this, you know? And yes, it can be scary to try and step out of these cycles of self-sabotage, but in it, in the end, just know that it will be worth it. And whenever I say like the cycle of self-sabotage, I kind of made this thing in my head where I like categorize the different steps of self-sabotage. And I would say it first starts off with like, you're just doing whatever it is in your life. I've given examples of that. Doing whatever it is in your life, just pursuing your goal, doing your hobby, your passion project. And then you start to feel uncomfortable with it. You start to have this fear sort of set in and then you self-sabotage in whatever way that may be by um, you you start the self-sabotaging behaviors. And then afterwards, after you've self-sabotaged, after you've messed up a bit, you start to make excuses for yourself or you just feel guilty and you're like, okay, I'll do better next time. And then the cycle repeats. But I wanted to talk about how to actually move past this self-sabotage cycle because we don't always want to be just stay stuck in this cycle. Like the whole point is breaking free from it and not letting self-sabotage and fear controlling your life, you know, control your life. You know, this fear and this doubt constantly take hold of you. And I think the first step in that is to recognize like you need to be honest with yourself And actually take note of what habits or behaviors that you're doing that may that may be harming your growth. You know, like are you procrastinating constantly? Do you do you um distance yourself from your friends? Are you um I can't think of any other examples off the top of my head, but you know, recognize whatever the self-sabotaging behavior that you're engaging in is. And like, just try and target it, maybe write it down, like you take note of what it is. And once you've recognized what this behavior is, you've actually taken accountability and said, okay, I'm doing this. It is not beneficial to me or my growth. I want you to try and identify why. Do you have a fear of failure? Do you have a fear of getting started? Do you have a fear of commitment to relationships? And maybe the commit the fear of commitment to relationships, that could be because of something that you've gone through in your childhood because you've had some tough relationships or you've got gotten rejected a lot. And like I said earlier, yeah, these things in the past can influence how we act now, but it doesn't have to control us or define our actions right now, you know? Or maybe the reason that you self-sabotage is because you think that you won't ever succeed. But like I said, how would you know whether you'll succeed or not if you never try? If you keep self-sabotaging and you keep messing up, then yeah, you probably won't succeed, which is why it's so important to move past the fear of starting it, you know? And sometimes it can be just be that like your subconscious mind is trying to deal with something in your life And your way of dealing with that is by sabotaging yourself, sabotaging whatever opportunities that you're given or that you have in life. That's just your way of dealing with it. So don't be too hard on yourself. Like be gentle with yourself. 
and try to be understanding whenever you're trying to figure out why you continue to engage in these self-sabotaging behaviors, thoughts, or actions, or whatever it may be. Or maybe you might have gone through gone throughout your childhood and like um, these self-sabotaging behaviors. It's just like your inner child or your younger self or trying to protect you. And by resorting back to these behaviors or thoughts that may have benefited you back then, you're just like, you know, you're going back to familiar patterns, but these familiar patterns aren't quite helpful now. And sometimes it can just be like, okay, I feel overwhelmed in life. I'm so overwhelmed with this. And you just want to, you know, you want to feel more safe, if that makes sense. Another part of identifying your why is also recognizing if you have any limiting beliefs. And a limiting belief is basically just anything that's holding you back. I kind of touched on this before. This can be anything that prevents you from moving forward with that with whatever it may be in your in your life. Maybe you're thinking I'm not good enough for this or you have this belief that if I have a bad start to my week or my day, then everything else is ruined. And or maybe you have this belief that they wouldn't want to listen to what I have to say anyway. I don't know. I can't really think of many limiting beliefs off the top of my head, but You can go do some more research on that if you want. And I'm probably, like I said, going to make a post about that on my Instagram as well. And once you've identified why you engage in this um, behavior, what thoughts or things or whatever it may be in your life that is causing you to self-sabotage, the first thing I would say is to try and practice gratitude. I kind of started my episode with this earlier, but something I realized is that I've just been given so many opportunities and chances in life and some other people like they might not have these. I have access to like a great education, technology, loving parents. You know, we aren't poor, poor or anything. So instead of sitting here paralyzed in fear by the what ifs, you know, what if this goes wrong? What if I'm not good enough? You know, just paralyzed in fear. I just need to like, you know, seize the day, you know, go forward with it, you know, be grateful for what I have. And sometimes whenever I'm procrastinating, I'm just like, wait, there's so many girls my in um girls and people that don't have access to the things I do. And I'm just over here complaining about having to finish my assignment, having to do this. I should be grateful that I have these things and that I have these resources, you know, instead of sabotaging myself. Because other people have greater or bigger obstacles that are holding them back in life. But I'm I am the one holding myself back in life in this way. So I should just go for it. You know, I should be using these things, these resources that I have, these things that I learn in my life for good to work towards making a positive impact instead of just sitting around and being fearful of what could go wrong. So really, I am just trying to remember to be grateful for the position and position that I've been given in life and where I am currently. Because for every bad thing that my mind dwells on, there's like a million more good ones that are happening to me as well. Because 
I know it's like, it's so much e more easier. It's so much more easier. Is that correct grammar? It's so much easier to just look at the bad things and be like, oh my gosh, everything is bad. Um, everything is going wrong, but it doesn't always have to be this dichotomy, this like, you know, black and white thinking of it's 100% bad. It's 100% good. Sometimes it can be like good things or positive opportunities and better things can come from something that you initially viewed as bad or negative. It's all about what you make of it and your own perspective, you know? So yeah, gratitude, like Sometimes I'm just trying to think to myself, you have this healthy body that you were given, so take care of it instead of sabotaging yourself by just overeating until you're literally sick or whenever you whenever you feel stressed or overwhelmed, especially since you know that those things won't make you feel better because that that okay, I feel like I'm getting kind of off topic, but that is something that I've kind of been dealing with. Whenever I just feel stressed or overwhelmed, I just eat a whole bunch and I'm like okay no so I'm trying to work on that and yeah because I feel like that it literally is self-sabotaging me whenever it's like to the point where it makes me feel like nauseous or sick and yeah the next thing that I would say to try and break out of this cycle of self-sabotage is to journal and figure out the steps that you can take so journaling is a great way to figure out the habits or patterns that you have and to try and break free of them. And like I've been getting into journaling and it's really helped me. So here are some prompts that you can just jot that jot down. And I think I'll include them in the episode description or I'll post them on Instagram. And you can message me your, your response if you want or write it in the YouTube comment section. The first thing I have is what beliefs or emotions trigger me to engage in these self-sabotaging behaviors? Describe a time that a limiting belief that I have has been proven wrong. Why is overcoming this self-sabotaging behavior and achieving my goal important to me? You know, actually giving yourself something to look forward to. That's what I'm trying to do with this prompt. And how would my life look if I let go of all my limiting beliefs tomorrow? What things can I focus on to avoid self-sabotage? And those are just the prompts. I didn't want to do too many. But yeah, I hope those can be helpful. And I'm literally telling myself this. I'm literally going to go and do those after I record. And I'm saying this out loud so that I can keep myself accountable. I'm going to go do them in the evening or because I still have to like clean my room, do laundry, all of that. But I will do those prompts today. So yeah, just basically remember to try and reflect on yourself and maybe even create a plan of behaviors or things that you can do. Try and avoid self-sabotage or move away from self-sabotaging habits and behaviors. And yeah, and I just have a few reminders for you. First of all, remember that it's okay if you aren't reaching all the expectations or goals that you set for yourself. I know that I definitely have my fair share of goals that I've set but not reached or accomplished and that's okay. I'm just trying to not be so hard on myself and to instead try and adjust. You know, if you see that this goal that you're trying to work towards isn't working or that something keeps going wrong, maybe just look back and see what is causing you to 
um, mess up or sabotage yourself while you're trying to pursue whatever it, goal it is that you have. Also, if you know that an action that you're taking is constantly hindering your growth, stop falling for the illusion of doing it over and over again. A quote that I really like that applies to this is insanity is repeating the same mistakes and expecting different results. So this quote is something like from Einstein or something. I don't know. But sometimes we're the main ones holding ourselves back. We're our own biggest obstacle. And that's something that I've had to come to terms with because I feel like I've realized, wait, I can't just keep blaming other or external factors for my own behavior. I just need to take accountability and be the one to change, you know, and change isn't always comfortable. Yeah, I'm not trying to push this idea that you always have to be progressing and on like a self-growth grind set, productivity mindset 24-7. No, but at least try to do your best 80% of the time. Or yeah, you know, just don't be afraid to take up space and remember that you are worthy of every piece of positivity that comes your way and so much more. Don't let anyone or even your mind trick you into feeling unworthy or like you don't deserve whatever opportunities or blessings that you've been given in life. And yeah, thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. Hopefully now we can deconstruct our limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging behaviors and actions together. Don't forget to leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And make sure to follow me on Instagram, Pinterest, Goodreads, and all my socials linked in the link tree. You know, look forward to some interesting, cool posts on Instagram. Make sure to do that. And have a lovely day and week. I'll talk to you later. Bye.